with your main chip Washington. When it comes to information, the main got an arsenal. Bring you up to speed with what you need. He's the local and nationwide news feed. Let's talk about it. Dialect to do something about it. Chip got the flow wide open if you got questions about it. Man, it's the show that brings you to your raw. To solve all problems, it starts with real talk. And here we go, here we go on this last Monday of 2021. Yes, indeed, time has uh, flown by, and the next time we reconvene, it'll be a brand new year. But first things first, welcome in to this edition of Real Talk Memphis. I am your humble host, Chip Washington. Very happy to have you with us. Gang's all here tonight, ready to rock and roll, and hopefully we have a good show, and you think is going to be good as well. Before we move forward, you're always asking the question, how can I get this fine piece of radio broadcasting? Well, I'll tell you right now, a, a few ways actually. You can get us live on the radio, 91.7 WYXR, uh, on your FM dial. You can also get us on the website at WYXR.org. You can also pick us up on the TuneIn app, T-U-N-E-I-N, uh, put a search, put WYXR in the search, hit play, and you'll hear us. And as we are a podcast, uh, you can catch us on all podcast platforms all across the country when they post the show sometime tomorrow afternoon. Oh, yeah, and we also do this little thing called Facebook Live. So happy to have you with us. Uh, welcome in, welcome in. I hope and I trust that you all had a very Merry Christmas a couple of days ago. I hope Santa was very good to you. Got a chance to get with family and friends. Yeah, uh, even in spite of this little thing we want to call Omicron. We're going to talk about that in a minute, too, because this thing is putting Delta to shame. We thought Delta was bad enough, but Omicron is eating it for lunch. I can tell you that right now. The cases are exploding here in Shelby County. And while we are in the second phase of a two-phase vacation process, you know, a lot of folks take off. Uh, you know, the week of Christmas, they travel and go where they're going to go and come back. And then the, the other segment of the population uh, leaves uh, and then heads off and spends New Year's and other destinations with family and friends. And then they come back. And then a lot of you just leave for the last two weeks of the year and you'll be back after the first of the year. So um, and speaking of that, yeah, a lot of a lot of issues to talk about tonight. Well, we have a, a really good show, I think. We're going to uh, talk with uh, Tangie Houston. She's uh, uh, the executive director and founder of Universal Achievers Foundation. If you don't know what that is, you will when I speak to her uh, a bit to later on in the broadcast. Also, Dr. Richard Cooper, he's the director of Bachelor of Social Work Program and co coordinator of the African American Studies Program at Widener University. 
If you don't know about Kwanzaa, uh, but we're afraid to ask, don't be, because he's coming on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Kwanzaa because we're celebrating Kwanzaa now. Uh, it comes right after Christmas, and uh, he's going to explain its origin and what it means and uh, how we should celebrate it. And a little bit later on, I'm sure many of you are familiar with the uh, music uh, talent show called The Voice. Well, one of our very own uh, was recently featured on the show. She was a finalist. Uh, she came in second, but she's always number one to us. The Wendy Moulton uh, will join uh, me in the second half hour of the show. But before we get to all of that, we want to celebrate you. This is the time of the show where we celebrate those birthdays and special occasions, but we can't do it until I say, hit it, Jack. Happy birthday! Yeah, you know it's all about you. On this day or the last couple of days or however it flows for you, wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday today goes out to Tammy Denise Payne. Justin Lewis celebrating a birthday today. Shatranda, Shatanda Wiggins. Sorry, I messed that up. Happy birthday to you. To Warren Strain. I know him. Jackson, Mississippi Way. Uh, happy birthday to you, sir. Bree Bryn O'Bannon. It is your birthday today. Happy birthday. Jake Blake III celebrating today. Sharonda Lewis. Sharonda Bolden. And uh, yesterday... Uh, Mr. Myron Lowry, you know Myron, yeah, right? Former mayor, former city councilman, former television news anchor, very smooth. He celebrated his birthday yesterday. Happy belated, sir. And uh, for an upcoming birthday this Wednesday, a friend of mine from Jackson, Mississippi, uh, will be celebrating on Wednesday her birthday. Her name is Crystal Tucker. So happy birthday, Crystal. Well, happy coming up birthday to you, Crystal. That wraps it up for the birthdays. I hope that uh, this year around the sun just passed was good and we can celebrate you again this time next year. Happy birthday, each and every one. Thanks, Jack. So now um, let's jump into some uh, some some serious uh, news and notes. And first of all, I want to uh, make reference to a notable death. Archbishop Desmond Tutu, uh, who was very big in the anti-apartheid movement, with uh, Nelson Mandela. He also won the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, he died yesterday at the age of 90. So uh, bless him and bless his soul. He, he made a big and great difference, not only, uh, you know, nationally, but worldwide, you know, as well. Okay, let's jump into the, the uh, news and notes segment of the broadcast. Let me just, you know, we were talking about it uh, a minute ago, and Jack actually said, a few minutes ago, what do you all think about this Omicron? Well, it's it's the dominant. When I say dominant, this thing is rolling through. If you can imagine a wildfire, you know wildfires just spread, right? The wind just moves them just, and I mean, thousands and thousands of miles away from where they emanate. Well, this thing is coast to coast, cover to cover. I mean, Omicron is is blazing even to, to where the national uh, you know, guy, the physicians and all the ones you see on CNN and all the national news broadcasts. I mean, they're even talking about how how crazy uh, this thing is spreading and how contagious it is. If you've been paying attention, the numbers here in Shelby County are are, are flying up uh, to totals we hadn't seen in about a year. 
Uh, I think 1,288 uh, was uh, one of the higher totals we've had here uh, of recent days. And it is, it, it's going to get worse because, first of all, um, there's a number of factors involved. There's a lot of people out and about and running around out here. And, um, you know, you're not going to get accurate totals. So as we get into January, you're going to see that number jump. And that number is going to jump expeditiously. Trust me on that. Uh, you're going to see numbers. If you listen to the national experts, you can see two, three hundred thousand cases of this a day. Uh, Fourteen hundred deaths a day. Now we're averaging close to two hundred thousand new cases um, per seven day average now. So it's no joke. Now, once again, we have a conversation about common sense, at least from my perspective. If you are vaccinated and even boosted and you get the virus, and no one said that you weren't going to get the virus because there are breakthrough cases. But if you are a breakthrough case, the chances of you getting low sick, as they say, are, are, are reduced greatly and your chances of hospitalization as well. For those of you, and I'm talking to the 50 percent of you out there in Shelby County who are not vaccinated for whatever reason, uh, and you get Omicron, and you probably will get it. This one, if Delta missed you and the first couple missed you, this one probably won't miss you. And if you do get it, uh, from all indications, from what I'm to understand, uh, it will really take you down and it could take you out. You're going to get sick and you're going to end up being hospitalized. And that might not fare too well because you may not come out. I'm blunt, but I'm honest. That's just the way it is. This is a big deal. And everybody should pay really, really close attention. Now, we have a lot of social events that are happening this week, heading into the weekend, of course, as we celebrate or prepare to celebrate a new year. Well, you know, again, uh, I think that you should just exercise the kind of caution and common sense that you need to uh, in reference to situations like this. You know your status. You know where you are in this whole process. And you know how you feel about it. If you are uh, vaxxed up and you're, and, you're, and you're boosted up, well, then, you know, you, 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 you exercise the caution you need to exercise, you know, in terms of what you do and how you do it. Simple. If you're not, well, you know what? Don't say I didn't tell you because I just did. All right, enough of that. Um, you talked about Shelby County. Oh, by the way, this afternoon, the CDC says, now listen to me here. If you test positive for this virus, you can now isolate for five days if you have no symptoms. So if you have no symptoms and you do get the virus and you test positive, you can isolate for five days and then the other five days you can wear a mask. Now, before today, it was 10 days of isolation, quarantine, the whole nine yards with the CDC, you know, sort of changed that guidance now and says that if you do have symptoms, you can isolate for five days. But if you show no symptoms, you can wear a mask for five days and you should be hopefully Good to go if you stay away from folks and kind of isolate, you know, just kind of just, just again, again, exercise some common sense. That's all I'm asking. Just exercise some common sense. All right. Now, uh, let me see here. Holiday travel. Many of you have heard about the nightmare that is holiday travel, whether you're on the highways or you are um, trying to fly. I'll just say trying to fly. They canceled another 2,600 flights today. Canceled. Okay. And there are another couple of thousand delays. So since maybe Friday of last week, we've probably seen close to maybe seven, eight thousand uh, flights uh, being canceled, uh, let alone um, being delayed. And let me tell you something: as somebody who's spent some 
time dealing with delayed flights in the past. It's no fun hanging out in the airport for hours and hours and hours and hours. So, uh, and, and so that's the flying side of it. Now, the road side of it is bad because out west they are having some ferocious storms. And I mean snow to be just crazy. Oregon, Washington State, even in California, you know, you see major accidents going on. So you guys be careful. If you guys are leaving town next couple of three days or whatever it is, please be careful. Check the weather before you leave. If you're doing the flight thing, make sure that things are sort of leveling off. But I'm going to tell you something. I think this flight delay situation and cancellation is going to be with us for a minute. Uh, unfortunate news in the in the in the world of uh, the real crime situation here in Memphis in Shelby County. Yes, we did break another another uh, record uh, for homicides, 313, I believe, uh, passed, uh, surpassed the record of uh, last year. And I know that many of you are probably aware that a 12-year-old child was killed on Christmas morning, early Christmas morning, in his house, playing video games. Someone drove by and shot, and uh, he was struck, and he was killed. The nonsense continues. Memphis Police Department is having a very difficult time recruiting men and women for their force. Right now they have about 1,970 officers, give or take, and they need, uh, what was it, 2,400 I think it is? I'm looking here. 2,400. They need 2,400 officers to to even have a fighting, well, actually 2,500 officers to even have a fighting chance of what's going on out here in these streets. And by the way, I said this before, uh, but if you are interested at all in being a part of um, the the force, they are offering a $15,000 signing bonus or sign-on bonus. If you are part of all of that, it's a $15,000. If you want to be a part of it, that's what they'll pay you uh, to join in. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough recruiting. You know, they're losing people to attrition. They're losing people who are quitting, just, just moving on and deciding to do other things. So it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's real tough. And that's bad news as we end the year. But, of course, we always try to look at the bright side because we have another year ahead. And we're always looking at things uh, from that perspective. In the world of sports, uh, the Liberty Bowl is tomorrow. So Memphis is, is jumping now. I'm sure Beale Street is, uh, is, is, is happening and all the bars and all the restaurants are full because uh, the folks from Mississippi State, their supporters, and Texas Tech, those are the teams that are playing tomorrow. And the Liberty Bowl will, are in town now and partying and having a good time. And I, last I checked, I heard Liberty Bell, Liberty, not Liberty, but Cowbells, Cowbells, <laughs> which is what Mississippi State kind of carries around all the time. They will be allowed. So uh, it's going to be a very noisy and irritating time for about three and a half hours at the stadium tomorrow. But hopefully it will be a good game. All right. Uh, enough of the news and notes for right now. We are going to jump into the program. What do you say? Thank you all for being with us tonight. Whoever's out there, I see Johnny Curran is watching. I see Pam Crittenden Johnson is watching. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. All those out there doing their thing. We're going to take our first break. And when we come back, Uh, Everything you wanted to know about Kwanzaa, but were afraid to ask. Dr. Richard Cooper joins me right after this break. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am your humble host, Chip. We'll be right back.
If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. The Brooks is open in Overton Park, home to Memphis art collection since 1916. The Memphis Brooks Museum of Art holds the largest collection of world art in the region with more than 10,000 works spanning 5,000 years of art and cultures. Remember, every Wednesday is free and open until 8 p.m. They are a proud sponsor of WYXR. For more information about the museum and their exhibitions, visit brooksmuseum.org. You belong at the Brooks. Russ College is now accepting applications for the fall 2022 semester. Located in Holly Springs, Mississippi and just minutes away from Memphis, Russ College offers degree programs in business, education, math, science, and much more. Call 662-252-8000, extension 4043 for more details. Russ College hosts its Spring High School Preview Day, February 16, 2022. For more information, it's on our website at russcollege.edu. Russ College, where tomorrow's leaders are students today. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this final Monday of 2021. I'm Chip. You know who you are. Very glad to have you with us. And and before I, I, I go to my first guest, I, we were talking about Christmas. Uh, and this is the first time in that I can ever remember uh, Auntie Bobby Walls, who's listening to the show, by the way. Hey, Bobby Jean. Uh, had us uh, all up for uh, the Christmas uh, celebration at her house. And she said uh, that first of all, you had to be vaccinated. <laughs> That's the first thing. And second thing is, when you came in the house, you had to have a mask and you had to wear a mask. So we wore a mask, all of us in the house, you know, there's about, I don't know, 10, 12 of us or whatever, we're all wearing masks inside. And uh, you know, we went outside in the patio, that was good. We take them down, of course, and when you eat, obviously. But she, See now that's this is what I this I just told my my crew this and they all were like yeah that's a thumbs up see that's smart that's how you do it I mean this is no joke out here this Omicron and these these viruses you know and it's better to be safe and take precautions so Bobby Jean we had a great time we enjoyed ourselves good food and we all had our mask and so now we don't have to we don't have to get spanked now because we all we all we all, <laughs> we all take, took care of ourselves all right now um as i said before the break uh this is the holiday season and of course uh, one of the biggest holidays uh that uh many observe but not a lot of people not a lot of folks know about is kwanzaa which uh, began yesterday and it runs for the next seven days. Now, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about this with somebody who had uh, uh, some wise and sage words for us and can, can kind of teach us some things. You know, I like to teach you folks some things on this show every now and again. Dr. Richard Cooper is the Director of Bachelor of Social Work Program and the Co-Coordinator of African-American Studies at Widener University 
And I talked to him last night a minute, and so I know I can be smart to say it's uh, just outside of Philadelphia, PA. Uh, Dr. Cooper, a.k.a. Richard, because he told me I could call him Richard. Thanks for being on Real Talk. Welcome in. Peace and blessings. Absolutely that. So, you know, we're, 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 we're in, we've finished the, sort of the traditional Christmas uh, that most of us uh, celebrate. Now we are into Kwanzaa. And uh, I would like you to kind of walk us through a little bit about the history of Kwanzaa, how it came about. And I tell you, there, I do have a little bit of a relevance as to how and where it came from. Uh, but uh, please sort of tell us, uh, if you will, give us the background of kind of what Kwanzaa is all about. Sure, it would be my pleasure. So uh, we hearken back to the late uh, 1960s, and we're on the West Coast with Dr. Mylana Karenga, mm -hmm. who really, you know, and so think about 1968. You and I can think about 1968. A lot of people weren't on the planet yet, but I'm assuming you were. I know I, I, I was, was. I was. All right. I'm going to make that assumption <laughs> yes, if sir. I may be so bold. Yes, sir. <laughs> Great. So we're, we're, we're hearkening back to the 60s, uh, civil rights and social justice days mm -hmm. on this continent and also many of the countries in Africa were seeking liberation away from colonial rule. So Dr. Mayalana Karenga was developing what he called Kawaita principles, principles of life, and he he thoughtfully um, back then studied, examined African cultures on the continent, Pan-Africa, mm -hmm. and here, and he was looking to construct symbols that we could celebrate, learn our diverse ethnicities, and that's when he constructed uh, Kwanzaa, a first fruits based on the harvest. Uh, most African ethnic groups historically uh, celebrated first fruits. And so he was looking to construct unifying principles, actually not just for the seven days, we would argue, but, but for life. Mm -hmm. But he came up with uh, the seven principles in uh, Kiswahili. Back then, that was believed to be, still is, more of a universal uh, language for people of African descent. And so it celebrates the harvest. It gives us seven days to do so. It gives us uh, a principle to de each day, candles to light, and unifying principles that families, friends, and others can practice each day and throughout the years. That's the short take on Kwanzaa. So, okay, and so having said that, um, you know, and I, I know each day uh, represents a different uh, type of celebration. I uh, um, want to get to that in a quick second, but, but, but I was listening to you as you were, you were beautifully breaking down kind of the elements of uh, what Kwanzaa is, did it not have something to do with the Watts riots in, in Los Angeles as well? Was that some, was that a factor in, in, in this or am I off base on that? Well, you know, you, you know, probably when, when you look at African, African-American history, one thing fluences another, but I, I think what amazes me um, is that uh, Dr. Mylana Karenga understood in the 1960s. We could be having the same conversation in the 1860s. I won't be around in any other 60s that are coming after this one. Yeah. But he understood that we needed to culturally unify and deepen and enrich ourselves. So if we go back to the 1960s, brothers and sisters were donning daishikis. Right. They were wearing afros. You right. can recall the Black Panther Party. Yes. We can remember the movement. So he was really back in an era 
looking at our need to define ourselves and not let um, historical oppressors define who we are and to honor and celebrate who we are. So that's really kind of more of the backdrop. And then also it would be grounded in uh, Pan-Africanism. So more of a global perspective of African people, not just you know in America, on the continent and then in the diaspora. So it was really looking for a way to conceptually and to culturally unify people and, you know, absolutely brilliant way to do it. Give us the uh, seven principles of Kwanzaa, if you would. Uh, yeah, so you have seven uh, principles in, uh, you know, and even the word Kwanzaa uh, has seven letters in it. So yes. you have uh, Emoja, Kujichakalia, Ujima, Ujama, Nia, Kuumba, and Imani. And the first principle, you know, arguably um, is, you know, one of the most significant, which is unity. And so he really distills this thing down. We unify ourselves, we unify our identity, we unify ourselves as a family. Mm -hmm. It's one of the key principles, and it's the first candle that you light, which is the center candle, as you see behind me, yes. um, which is the black candle. Mm -hmm. The black color, of course, stands for the people. The green, historically, are for um, the land, and um, the red are for um, the blood, sometimes say the ancestry or the blood that we have shed. And so each day you light a candle and you practice a principle and activity, and then you have a karamu or a feast on the end where you come together um, as a family, and you may, you don't have to, but you may distribute uh, zuwadi, which is gifts, oftentimes for the children, but oftentimes they're handmade or they're homemade. It's a move away from capitalism and consumption and more of a way to connect and engage as uh, family members. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Dr. Richard Cooper uh, from uh, Widener University. He is talking to us about Kwanzaa, which uh, many of you are celebrating now. Uh, speaking, you know, of that, uh, how aware, Richard, do you think, uh, you know, us as a people are of Kwanzaa, the principles of Kwanzaa, what it stands for, what it means uh, in, in terms of uh, its significance uh, every year? Yeah, brother, yes, good questions. We could also buttress that question, how well aware are we of our African history, our there African ancestry, the complexities of our identities. Yeah. And so I would say, given the schools that I attended some years ago and even college, um, and even what I see today, uh, I believe that young people and even people of, of my age, I'll say I'm, I'm 63, mm -hmm. of my age oftentimes are less aware than we would like them to be, not just of the complexities of Kwanzaa, the aesthetics and the beauty, but of the complexities of our own richness of African culture and African history. Mm -hmm. And so there's more work that needs to be done because still, even in today's time, most of us haven't been exposed to the history in classrooms, be it high school, that's middle true. school or college. That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, and 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 I and I think that's a that's a big problem too. I mean, I think you know there are different cultures, just like there are different races, there are different people, and we all come up and you know have different backgrounds, and you know the, the history of our peoples are all different. So um, you know why not embrace it? Would you like to see that 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 done? It sounds like maybe you think it would be a good idea. Yeah, it, it you know, and I have to say again, and, and people can look him up um, in the website as well, but it's Dr. Mayalana Karenga to, to realize, um, and the website is the official 
the official Kwanzaa website.org, uh, official Kwanzaa website.org, to, to understand both through his work, others like Dr. Malefi Asante um, out of Temple University in Philadelphia and his Afrocentric paradigms. Yes, I would like to see more people become deeply aware of their Africanness and their roots and their cultures in the contributions that African people have made to the world, not only through Kwanzaa, but in the entire world. And also we birth civilization as we know it. Absolutely. But I tell you what, you know, this is uh, the kind of conversation I, I could I could I could take, you know, for a ride for a while. You you have really uh, laid it out very plainly and very simply, very elegantly, I might say, in terms of the of, of the of the celebration and the need for knowledge and the need for understanding what it's all about. And I think sometimes we take half a message and we and we think it means something else instead of looking deeper into the background of it, which is what you just said, uh, which is something I think all of us need to do a bit more of. Yeah, and that's why um, shows like yours, the audiences that you reach are very important because they present it to people in a way that they can connect to it and understand it and begin to dig deeper. So I'm appreciative of the time that you've given me to at least give this caveat, this appetizer, if you will, about Kwanzaa. And I thank you so much for that. Well, listen, uh, Dr. Richard Cooper, thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule for uh, to visit with uh, me and our audience tonight. I want to wish you a very happy a healthy and prosperous a new year. And uh, I'm going to invite you back. We're going to talk about some other issues, maybe sometime in 2022, if you're game for that. It would be an honor and a pleasure. You stay safe out here, brother, and be well. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Dr. Richard Cooper, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, that was a history lesson in and of itself about Kwanzaa and uh, really appreciative for him coming on our show. Did you learn something? I learned something. I hope you learned something as well. We're going to take our second break, and when we come back, we're going to shift gears, and we're going to talk to a young lady who is an educator by trade, uh, but uh, at some point in her life, she thought she saw a need that needed to be met, and so what did she do? She didn't wait. She didn't sit around. She, well, basically founded an organization that helps young people develop trades so they can have a bright and prosperous future. This is Real Talk Memphis. On this last Monday in 2021, I'm Chip. You know who you are. We will be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea. Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. The University of Memphis is proud to be a founding partner of WYXR. They've recently been named an R1 institution by the Carnegie Classification of Institutions of Higher Education, putting the U of M in the top tier of research universities nationally. This milestone solidifies the university as one of two flagship public institutions in Tennessee. More information at memphis.edu. 
Russ College is now accepting applications for the fall 2022 semester. For more information, visit russcollege.edu or contact admissions at 662-252-8000, extension 4043. Rust College, where tomorrow's leaders are students today. The University of Memphis is proud to be a founding partner of WYXR. They have recently been named an R1 institution by the Carnegie Classification of Institutions of Higher Education, putting the U of M in the top tier of research universities nationally. This milestone solidifies the university as one of the two flagship public institutions in Tennessee. More information at memphis.edu. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday. I want to say hello to Erica Sugarman. She's watching us tonight on Facebook Live as well as Clifford. I see you, Clifford. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Audrey Hill is watching us tonight. Cassandra Washington uh, Scullark is watching as well. And uh, let me see here. Is that? I can't. My, my eyes are bad. Uh, that's Carlene Washington Dennis. If I didn't say her name, she's watching as well. So all of you out there who are checking us out, really appreciate it. Uh, keep uh, helping us build and grow, and, you know, we'll try to do our part on this end. Uh, our next guest is uh, someone who um, has a definite uh, heart and mind to help others better themselves. She is uh, a special education teacher uh, for the Shelby County School District. But she saw a need, a greater need. There's a lot of our young people out here, as we all know, you know, dealing with uh, their own struggles and their own issues. And, and a lot of them, you know, may not be academically suited uh, for college and uh, that type of, 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 of life uh, uh, journey. Uh, that's why there are trade schools. Many people who go to trade schools and learn a good trade make more money than folks who've been in college for, you know, four years or eight years. Well, anyway, uh, Tangie Houston is her name. She's the executive director and founder of Universal Achievers Foundation. I'm going to let her talk to us about what that's all about. Tangie, are you there? I am. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on Real Talk Memphis. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So... Okay, so you and I were talking about this, and and I have to say, the wife, you know, who you know very well, <laughs> and is <Yes>. listening, <laughs> uh, uh, basically told me about the, your about your program and about your foundation, and basically how you taking a lot of these young folks and giving them opportunity with a partner uh, that you have uh, developed a curriculum for a program. Uh, basically mm -hmm. in the automotive uh, side of things. So I'm going to let you talk a little bit about Universal Achievers Foundation. And basically, first of all, if you don't mind, what made you decide to start this? Well, again, you know, with me being a special education teacher, I do understand that everyone is not college bound. But still, that doesn't mean it should lessen anything else, that, uh, any accomplishments that they may have mm -hmm. with post 
you know, schooling. So my business partner, Mr. Ricky Mason, who is actually the CEO of Universal Achievers Foundation. Okay. We came together, we collaborated. Mm -hmm. And so what we've done is we have a vocational program located here in Frazier. And so what we do is we teach them a trade in auto body collision repair. And so we feel like, you know, if a student is not doing academically well, that doesn't mean that maybe hands-on teach them a trade. It is not just for, for people, for students, it's also for adults. Mm-hmm. So if you want a change in lifestyle, you want to make a, a, some more money or whatever case to better oneself, and that's the goal, to better oneself, better one's lifestyle, mm-hmm. is that let's come to, come to UAF. Not only do we have, we teach you a trade in auto body collision, but we teach you social skills, life skills, in addition to all of that. So this is kind of, uh, it's, it, there's even more to it than, than I thought. It's kind of all-encompassing. Two, uh, w- this question it has two parts. Why Frazier and why auto body collision repair? Well, in Frazier, because we're actually located here in Frazier. Okay. And we see there's a lot of dropout rate uh, in schools, a lot of pregnancy. And then, you know, the high empl- unemployment rate. So we want to do our small part in making the community better. We are a part of Fraser Raleigh area. Mm-hmm. So what was the better way to start is in our area at the start the pilot program is in our area that we're in. Oh. And so auto body collision, Mr. Ricky Mason, when we came together to collaborate, it was saying, you know, I really want to hand down this trade to young people because he's been in his business over 40 years. Mm-hmm. So he's a master at it. Mm-hmm. So to be able to hand down his trade to young people and just people in general that see this as something, as an art, was very, very exciting for him to do. You know, you mentioned something very, very important, and I want people to get a, get a hold to that. A lot of times, uh, older folks uh, tend to, you know, gain a lot of experience doing a lot of maybe different things in life, and then don't want to share. They tend to hold on to it. They tend to hoard that. True. You know, I'm I'm big on you know whatever I know, whatever little I know. I'm I'm giving it all away. I'm giving it all away because I'm not right. going to be here forever, and there's another generation coming. And it sounds like exactly. uh, Mr. Mason uh, has that same mindset, having uh, been doing what he's doing for 40 years as well. So I commend him on that, really. Yes. So we in the last year, we started a class in the community. It was free and it was like just like an introduction to who we are because we've been here. We've been working with the students in the summertime with Shelby County School students in the summertime due to, through the employment program. Right. But we wanted to launch our adult program. So we gave a free class for eight weeks, eight weeks, uh, two times per week to the community just to introduce ourselves. So now we're coming back around and we'll have another class starting in January. Actually, we have our open house. So we're very excited to have the open house on January 24th. Okay. And so that class is gonna be a two in one. It's gonna be body work and paint and refinish. Oh my. So we, I want everyone to come out and hear the information. And if it's something that you want to do, we are offering scholarships for that class as well. And it will start in February. And I must mention that we do have a partner that has been fabulous, Pursuit of God, 
church. Yeah. Uh, Pastor's Pastor Pastor Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they have embraced us, embraced our vision, and we actually have um, two of our classes on their campus oh, wow. a week, and then of course we have the hands-on in our body shop. Oh wow, yeah, Pastor Ricky Floyd is is a, is a great man. He really is, and he is he he's he is Frazier. You cut him, and and, and, and he bleeds Frazier. I mean that that that's how deep yes, he, he is, is in in the community. Well, this this really sounds great. So um, for those who are interested in this, and I can't see why anybody wouldn't be, um, give us all of the particulars: the who, what, when, where, how to make contact, the telephone number, email address. Lay it out for us. Okay, so uh, Universal Achievers Foundation, our address is 2058 Clifton Avenue. Again, it's in Frazier, Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. 38127. Mm-hmm. You can call us at 901-337-0008. Again, we have our open house uh, January 24th at the Pursuit of God Church. Uh, at 6 p.m. and it will be for the body work and pain. You can two and one there. Two and, and one. And so we do yeah. have instructors. So you will have um, we're fusing everything together. We're fusing the academics and the hands-on body, uh, the hands-on in the body shop together. And uh, our classes will start feb- February 28th. So we'll have three. You'll go to school three times per week. Okay. That's now, it. Okay. And, and how long a, a, a session? I mean, how long is the course total? Yes, it's 10 months. In 10 months, you will have, uh, you go through, again, your academics and your hands-on training yep. and your ASC certification. So we'll walk you from the beginning and to the end, test prep and all. Wow, that you know what? Now this is the kind of thing that we need to see a lot more of in our city and have more people get involved in trying to help these young folks out. Um, do you do you see yourself at some particular point in time, uh, you know, as, as, as this moves on and, and people start to hear about it and become more interested? Do you see yourself growing? I mean, do you see this 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 growing into a uh, maybe to another level? Of course, this is just a pilot program. We we want to be all across the city and maybe take it out. We, we see ourselves as big as the Boys and Girls Club. And I always say, you know, you see yourself one way, but you dream another way. We are a small organization, but we have a big heart. And our vision is huge. <laughs> Man, we are speaking with Tangie Houston. She is, oh, wow, the, the director and co-founder of Universal Achievers Foundation, and you know, I gotta, I gotta say to you, I, in all seriousness, uh, you know, bless you for what you're doing, and Mr. Mason as well, uh, and, and and give him our best. And and if there's anything I can do here, or we can do here at Real Talk to help uh, get, get the word out about uh, your program as we get closer to it, uh, please reach out. Uh, you know how to find me now, and uh, and, yeah. and and let me know as you're getting closer to the open house and thing. Because honestly, um, you know, to teach a child. Not not, not, not a young person or even an adult, a skill, a trade, something that will will help them put food on the table to take care of their families and their responsibilities and give them a sense of purpose will keep maybe hopefully keep them off the street corners and keep them. That's it. That's it. We want to do our part in the crime rate. You know, you teach them a trade, they can go out there and feed their families. 
That's exactly the way it's supposed to be. Uh, Tangie Houston, thank you so much for taking time, uh, for coming on tonight uh, on Real Talk. I'm real proud of you and and, and your efforts there, and uh, I wish you great success and a very happy, healthy, and prosperous 2022 to you and yours. Uh, Take it all the way. Thank you. All right, take care. Have a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you that's how you build something in this city that is so desperately, desperately needed. Instead of talking about crime rates and, and setting new homicide rates each and every year, let's talk about uh, the, the graduation rate, the successful graduation rate for programs like this and businesses how will take these young people who have uh, learned skills and trades and can absorb them into uh, the fabric of their companies and build them up as not only, because what this does too is builds up individuals this 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 will make you feel like you're actually doing something there's a lot of folks out here who are lost and they don't feel like anybody cares they don't feel like anybody's listening anybody cares about supporting them encouraging them or anything else these type of programs need to be supported by businesses that uh, see that they have a need and that this program is a feeder program. And I hope, I really, really hope that this program becomes a feeder band to all kinds of automotive shops and businesses, not only here in Memphis, but in Shelby County and far beyond. So kudos uh, to Tangi and uh, Mr. Mason for everything that they are doing to make things better in Fraser and far beyond. Okay, we're going to take uh, one final break. And when we come back, hopefully we will be talking to the runner-up uh, of the hit musical show, uh, The Voice. Her name is Wendy Moulton. Wendy, by the way, um, you know, Memphis, we, we, we own Wendy here in, <laughs> in Memphis. I think many of you probably know her. She's been doing the music thing for a long time, but she has been recognized now uh, nationally, all over this country, uh, all the folks who watched, all the folks who voted, all the folks who supported her. And I'm telling you, you know what? She may be number two to the voice, but she's number one to all of us. And hopefully we will get her uh, on uh, the box here in just a few minutes. We'll take our final break. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. We will be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. The Dillard family of companies, including Dillard Door and Security, Tri-State Glass, and Trace Electric, are proud sponsors of WYXR. For the past 75 years, the Dillard companies have provided products that secure Memphis. From installing the iconic gates at Graceland to the Memphis Tigers Liberty Bowl locker room, Dillard protects what matters to Memphians like you. For more information, visit DillardDoor.com. The stuff that WYXR brings to the airwaves is already playing in the parking lots and basements where the next generation's journey is just getting started. And we can't imagine building the brands we do without the role music played in our lives. No matter what kind of art you make, music is what sets you on your path. Loaded for Bear is proud to support WYXR and community radio everywhere. 
Brought to you by Crosstown Concourse, offering brand new musical experiences like concerts, live score film screenings, record release parties, weekly music pop-ups, and so much more. For more information, visit crosstownconcourse.com slash visit. Hi there, Juan D here on Gospel Talk back in the day, playing great gospel music and talking to artists from the past. Tune me in every Saturday from 12 o'clock noon until 2 o'clock p.m. on 91.7 FM Memphis. This is Bishop Phoebe Rofe of the Episcopal Diocese of West Tennessee. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. at WYXR 91.7 FM to hear conversations with community leaders about the role of faith in their lives. That's Faithfully Memphis right here on WYXR FM. Hi there, this is Zach Ives. My show, A Box of Records, plays every Tuesday night, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., right here on WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis, Tennessee. everyone, this is Janet, host of Jaunt with Janet, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., bringing you new releases in the rock, pop, and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in, all here on WYXR Memphis, 91.7 FM. You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis. This is Nancy, and I hope you'll join me on a musical journey from 2 to 4 p.m. Mondays with Memphis Undercover. Every Saturday I go to Fifth City, but every Sunday morning I hang out with Brandy Rinks for her putting on airs. Country honky-tonk folk she's the best y'all tune in every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. All right. Well, welcome back to Real Talk Memphis uh, on this uh, last Monday of 2021. Uh, well, we were uh, we've been efforting uh, Wendy Moulton as she was supposed to be with us tonight. Now I see Christine Fox is watching us on Facebook Live, and I know Christine was excited about <laughs> about Wendy being here, as I'm sure maybe a few others of you uh, uh, were as well. 
Um, she hadn't shown up yet. Um, we get still have a few minutes in the show, and hopefully, you know, I, I don't know how all this works now, but I do know that uh, you know, being a national on a national big, huge national show like The Voice, you have to go through you know a few hoops to try to get these uh, these uh, folks to uh, to come on your show, and you have to go through publicists, and you have to go through all that kind of you know. There's a lot a lot of hoops you have to jump through. Uh, in, in situations like this, and uh, we thought we had all of our eyes dotted and our T's crossed, and uh, you know, gave her all the information for it. And uh, we, I'm gamefully looking at on the board here, hoping that she'll chime in, but uh, don't know that 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 she will. Uh, but you know, we still have a few minutes left here on on the broadcast. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut it short yet. I still have about five six minutes left uh, to uh, to chat. You know, I'm a communicator, so I I, I can kind of do that. I actually um, was uh, thinking, you know, many of you have uh, still reaching out in reference to, I don't know if those of you are aware or not, that uh, uh, I, uh, my wife and I underwent surgery, a major surgery. Uh, I had a kidney, um, I had a kidney removed. Uh, through uh, the kidney pairing program uh, for the National Kidney Foundation in order for her to, um, my wife, to be able to get a kidney. Uh, and uh, she was able to uh, get a kidney. I was able to give one. Uh, I don't know a lot of the particulars. They don't tell you much about uh, who the donors are and who the recipients are uh, in this program, but I was told that the person who received my kidney uh, is recuperating well. Uh, the, the person uh, who gave uh, my wife uh, their kidney is doing well. Um, my wife is doing well um, in terms of her recovery. Uh, this really is uh, quite uh, the, the, the the program, and I and I, I'll say it again. Um, you, you know, you, you just don't really know how people are impacted uh, by certain things. I got a call from the, uh, the the interim pastor at my church, Fullview, and by the way, uh, shout out to Fullview for just I mean they have been absolutely overwhelming uh, in terms of their support. Uh, and I mean, in every single way that they have just been amazing uh, in, in in sharing the details of of, of, of this whole saga. Uh, but one thing I do learn and have learned about all of this is that there is a great need uh, for organ donors in this country. There are many, 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 many sick people, most of whom uh, here in this particular county uh, are in need of kidneys. Uh, that seems to be like the, the, the big thing. You know, uh, I had uh, Dr. Eason on last week, who is uh, the, the head of the transplant uh, unit at the Methodist University Hospital that uh, performed our operations. And he said that there were 40,000 uh, organ transplants in this country last year, 40,000. And only 10 percent of those uh, were uh, living donor situations. So, you know, I, I, I've, I've, I'm known for saying, look, if you, we're all leaving here, right? Unless you, unless you have a story that you can share with me that says that that's not necessarily the case, I'm going to believe that we are all here for a certain length of time and that we are all going to leave here. And when we leave, you know, we can't take it with us. So why not leave it for somebody who is still going to be here and who could get some use out of it? Uh, organ donation is, is, is getting uh, bigger, but, um, you know, really it is our prayer that 
Our story is one that may uh, provide some information or at least some some phone calls uh, to some of these hospitals out here or the Mid-South uh, Donor Foundation organization um, uh, to find out how you can do that. I mean, one of the simplest ways, of course, to be an organ donor when you die is to fill out a little, there's a little box on the back of your driver's license that says, you know, you, if you, do you want to do that check here? Well, yeah, you know, why not do that? A lot of people don't know about the pairing program. Very few people know about this program. And hopefully uh, we're walking testament to maybe it's success. So, you know, hopefully, you know, again, you know, as we continue to say thank you to so many who are still reaching out uh, via social media um, to say thank you. Sincere, heartfelt thank you from both of us uh, in terms of your concern uh, and your care and your prayers. Uh, just just absolutely amazing. And be honest with you, I didn't think that many of you liked me. Well, maybe it's not because you like me, but you like her. I don't know. <laughs> but but uh, but really, really, it has it is it has really been like I said, an overwhelming. And I also be uh, let you know that uh, if you follow me on this Facebook deal, uh, I haven't been feeling that great the last uh, about a week or so. I've had some some other issues. Um, some might be related to the to, to the uh, the post uh, of the operation. Uh, but but not feeling my best. But see, I'm here. See, the great ones play hurt. You step up and you step in. You step you step at the, in the batter's box and you do what you need to do. Beside that, I love this program. I actually love this show. Now I will tell you now a station note. We won't be here next week. We will be off next week. Uh, be celebrating the new year. But we will be back the week after that with a. Uh, all new edition of Real Talk, and as Jack plays us out, because we're gonna we're gonna head out. We uh, apologize uh, again uh, for Wendy, but you know I can only do so much, and maybe we'll try to schedule her down the road, and maybe we'll get her back on the show or get her on the show at a later date. You know me, I'm pretty dogged and I'm pretty determined. Uh, so listen, uh, before I go, it's been an amazing year in a lot of ways. And uh, I just, uh, I'm so thankful to God for the opportunity to be here to do this radio show and everything that has happened this year. Uh, before we get out of here, the next time we reconvene, it'll be 2022, a brand new year. I pray that this has been a good year for you, but I pray even more that 2022 will give you everything that you want and you desire. Uh, from all of us here at Real Talk Memphis, I wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2022 between now and then. And for Jack, for Lola, and for Nicole, I'm Chip. We're out.